Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell. G'day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the news commentary podcast where the boys and I crack some furfies over some cold ones. I'm your publican, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Ash and Dan. Boys, how are we going today? Ash, it's been a while since you've... Well, not a while. It's only been been a week you've missed, I think, since you've been on the show. I think, I, I think I've missed two in a row, was, actually. Oh, okay, well... He missed two in a row, and boy, did we let him hear it over <laughs> he hasn't heard yet. Uh, no, nah, it's all good. You've, you've been away and been enjoying yourself. What you been up to? I'm, I'm keen to get into you know, all your adventures and all that. What you been been up to? I went to a music festival in Bustleton, south of Perth, which was really fun, called Out of the Woods. That was loads of fun, two-day music festival. We stayed down in Bustleton, me and a few friends. And yeah, I just got really, really, really drunk. <laughs> Standard music festival experience then. Yep. A bit of shame if you didn't get drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um... Apart from that, I've just been not doing too much. I've just been working and hanging out with my friends on my breaks in Perth. Um, but three of my friends that I went to Bustleton with for the music festival that I stayed in the same house with because we got an Airbnb tested positive to COVID. Mm. I did not. <laughs> oh, you're avoiding it still. Still on the loose. I still am. The goose is still loose. <laughs> well, thank God for that. Because uh, was it last week? We were like, hey, boys, you reckon you can record Monday? Like, yeah, yeah, no, we can do We can do Monday, Ash. <laughs> like you just, you, just uh, you ghosted us. What a good. Yeah, that was that was very poor planning on my behalf. <laughs> I was, I when I, I didn't even think of it. When I told you guys that I wanted to do Monday, I was already booked in for something on Monday. And I just completely forgot. Mm, no, I think uh, we're, we're, all, we're all guilty of double booking. It's very easy to do, so no hard feelings, Ash. It's all good, mate. Yeah, and that was also the day after I got back from Bustleton, so I was ruined anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to recover from God knows what you're up to. Who knows what you're drinking? <laughs> I was drinking a homeless man's piss. Yeah, well, oh, that would that, that that'd do it. That, get a massive hangover from... Men's piss, especially. Oh, it's yeah, it's shocking. One of the worst. I mean, if you really want to look after yourself, maybe have like a hydrated woman's piss. <laughs> <laughs> You'll feel great the next day. Is she homeless? Uh, well, she can be. She's hydrated. As long as <laughs> she's hydration homeless. is key. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, Dan, what have you been up to, my friend? Uh, well, it's convenient that Ash said he's dodged the Rona because I don't know if I have it yet, but I went and got my brain tickled today, Ooh. so. Uh currently stuck inside waiting for the results which uh, if which could possibly mean working from home tomorrow but that's no big deal and you still um, come to the bar with ash and i that's a bit dangerous still flout um, all the covid rules just oh, to see us. oh well you got you guys are worth a 15k fine or whatever it is boys <laughs> yeah i know we are we're good friends of yours <laughs> we're, we're worth um, getting infected as well <laughs> been, yeah we probably been, deserve it yeah true <laughs> <laughs> been pretty busy on the basketball admin side since our, my our season starts this Wednesday, so I'm scrambling oh. to try and get everything ready in time by myself. Mr. President, yes, getting it all all together. Not the funnest job, but someone's got to do it. Um, That's you. All I don't have Morona, so I can actually <laughs> scramble outside of my house. But 
Yeah. Um, just so send emails to like every like 15-year-old kid who just volunteers to do some refing. They'll get organized for you. <laughs> but yeah, um, I might notice I sound a little bit more gravelly today, but just because I'm feeling slightly under the weather, I'll try and keep my coughs away from the microphone and not make you guys close contacts through the internet. Yeah, we might we might actually miss it next week. We might miss this nice gravelly, sexy Daniel. Like, so where's he <laughs> gone? Deep baritone that I've got going on this week. We'll have to get you to go outside and just yell for half an hour straight before you record a show <laughs> <laughs> next week. So I get him back. I don't know. You should just go to a music festival. That always does it for me. Mm. Just go and find a gig, and I'll just sc- the gig will be me screaming for an hour straight and making <laughs> people pay me for it. Mm. Just go to a gig where you don't even know any of the people, but just walk in there and scream. <laughs> I love <laughs> this band so much. Uh, ah. don't, not even words, just scream. Ah. <laughs> just look like a That's the sound into hap- the void. That's the sound happening in my head at all times. <laughs> just your conscience that's a, being that's let the out. Sound happening in my soul at all times. Just perpetual screaming into the void. <laughs> oh, I don't have my. I don't have a soul. That's a shame. Ah, you need one of them. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why you double booked us last week. Ah, sold for crack money. <laughs> How much crack you did you get it for it? a homeless man's piss? <laughs> <laughs> and a side of salmonella. Oh, <laughs> ah, the old salmonella throwback. All right, so yeah, what, are you, what are you boys drinking, if anything? Well, this week, you guys, as you guys know, I went to the bottle shop last weekend. <laughs> yep. This week. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have Moondog's Lemon Haze. Moondog's Lemon Haze. and I what, thought that said Lemon Hat. <laughs> oh, it could be a Lemon Hat. Hmm. Anything could be a lemon hat if you try hard enough. Mm. Well, does it need to be lemon? <laughs> <laughs> but let's see how it compares to the peach iced tea beer I had last week. So is this a peach beer or tea. what What type of drink is it? This is a lemon hazy extra pale ale. Right. It smells very lemony. Oh. Does it smell like a hat? It smells like a hat. Tastes like a hat. Um... Yeah, I don't mind that. Don't mind that. Um, it's an interesting flavor. It's an acquired taste, but I think I enjoy it. <laughs> it's an acquired taste, but I love it. I have, I have a very <laughs> acquired taste. Been drinking it for years. Speaking of acquired inqu- taste, guys, I've got a great northern. Um, it's a nice uh, super crisp. Just I'd acquire uh, that taste. Yeah, just a just a, a nice drop, an easy easy drink on a Sunday night. Uh, just a real Australian classic at this point. I think the millennials and the Gen Xs or whatever really embrace this beer. It's fantastic stuff. <laughs> um, just quickly, this is the blurb of my beer. Mm. This lemon hazy XBA is seriously thirst quenching. It's loaded with nectaron, sultana, and strata hops, and a whole lot of zesty zingy, zingy lemon Ooh. for a refreshing finish. Moondog. Blowing mine since 2010. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just that, Ed. I was looking on the Great Northern uh, can. It's like, do we actually have a, a blurb on this? And it's like, yes, we do. And it's actually quite a long one. I can't, I can't really tip it upside down. But Great Northern Brewing was established in Cairns in 1927. Brewing beer to suit the unique Northern Australian climate. 
Well, there you go. I'm not going to read the rest, but <laughs> <laughs> I like Dan. Your the blurb on yours, like blowing minds since um was it 2010? I like to imagine that they were around before 2010, but they just weren't blowing minds back then. Yeah, it's just, just like yeah, <laughs> 2007. We're just an average brewery. <laughs> we're even below average. 2010. Well, wow. We've just we've just hit the hit the spot with the zingy lemon. Yeah, that was, that's what they did. They added lemon from bang. 2010 onwards, it's just been an upwards trend Whoa. to start lemon. Just okay. add fruit to beer. So I'm not drinking. I missed Easter and I'm catching up on my chocolate intake. So I got myself oh, a chocolate bar. Very nice. I'll, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a Dan style review on this chocolate bar. <laughs> it is a Cadbury Dairy Milk Bunny Marble Hazelnut. Ooh. I'm that it hasn't melted in the Mekathara Desert. It's actually quite cool up here at the moment. Mm. He's, he's chewing. We we do need to know what this tastes like. I've eaten all my chocolate, so I'm he a bit jealous, actually. <laughs> he's considering. Oh, that's a frown. It doesn't look like he's enjoying this. Cadbury, what are you doing? Well, it doesn't taste like bunny. Okay. Well, it does, however, I'll taste be. like delicious hazelnut. It's kind of like a... Nutella chocolate bar. It's really good. Very nice. Very nice. That is my nice review indeed. on the- <laughs> <laughs> That is and my review. Would you give it? <laughs> also, Drew, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't ask you. What have you been up to? I don't know. I've, what have I been up to? I've had pretty much a lot of last week off. So that's been been pretty good. Just been, been uh, playing uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, I did that in the last couple of days. Yes. Uh, it's good fun. But yeah, just been home with the the boy and the wife. Don't know, not not too much. Had just like a, a quiet week, uh, just uh, catching up on things around the house and that. Nothing too exciting. Haven't been to any music festivals or got spicy cough or anything <laughs> anything fun <laughs> like that. But yeah, no, been in, enjoying it. Fun. <laughs> uh, Chantelle and I went out for tea last night. Chucked uh, Lucas off at the grandparents. So that was good to to get just out. Chucked him off. Here you go, Jenny. Out the window. Yeah, literally yeet through the, the door. Just like <laughs> there's a basketball throw into the hoop. There you go. Whee! Um, he actually used his um uh, infant catapult for it. Yeah. No, it comes very handy when you've got a young one. A catapult. <laughs> just. Yeah, but it's essential baby. You've had, it for, you've had it for years though, Drew. Yeah, I know. Just for, <laughs> for this moment. <laughs> what else do you reckon I use it for? Before the um, kid. Catapulting lambs. Catapulting mm. other people's children. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Catapulting anything you can catapult. I tried I once, but apparently it's illegal. The, um, I was just real eager to keep the theme of me harming children alive. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> keep it alive, Ash. It's a. Uh... I don't know. It might, it might get an investigation put onto you, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, that was actually you harming them in that. In that one, just a disclaimer: Cracking Furfies does not advocate for the harm of children, <laughs> <laughs> but Ash Wallace does. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, right. I was thinking as well, Ash. What were some of the, your favorite bands that you saw at uh, the festival you went to? Um, so I was really, really excited to see Grinspoon, mm-hmm. and Ooh, I they were a hard act to follow. They were. Uh, considering I didn't see most of them because I lost my phone and my phone doesn't have a lock on it. And the person that found it actually messaged my sister off of it. Right. And told her that it was handed in. 
So she got in touch with one of the people I was there with and told me. So I knew it had been handed in somewhere, but I, I walked around for so long asking everywhere, trying to find my phone. And this was while Grinsman were playing. Oh, I, caught, I caught some of them as I was walking past. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got my phone back, which is a good yeah, thing about say, it. That's actually quite nice for of someone to do that mm. with an unlocked phone. Lucky, yeah. yeah. No. I, I'm surprised I got it back. I don't even know how I lost it. The only thing I can think of is that I was jumping and it was in my pocket and it fell out. Mm. You're not wearing those skinny jeans where you got nice no. tight pockets? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't own any jeans. Oh, you're a, yeah, you're a shorts man. Yeah, that, just, that's dangerous, dude. You need good everywhere. pockets when you go to a, a place like that. Shorts and uh, occasionally, if it gets cold enough, I'll wear chinos. But yeah, I don't mm. own any jeans. No, don't take your chinos to the festival. You end up you're in the mosh pit, rolling around in the dirt with all the men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be doing uh, that what anyway. What kind of mosh pits have you been to? I drunk? don't. I don't need a festival for that. I just remember going to a couple and saying like the mosh pits. Like fuck that. I'm not going in there. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm always head first into the mosh pit. I come out like bruised and oh, bloodied. Yeah. It's good fun. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I go in there now, and if it's like a, also, if it's at the Wiggles, I might I might go in the mosh pit. You can go in that. there and just throw, chuck down a couple of windmills, and you can harm more children. <laughs> Jesus. Um. But apart from that, I really enjoyed Hermitude and Jack River and Children Collide. Mm-hmm. What else did I see that I really liked? Nah, just those three. No, how did all the rest? Yeah, every other one of them sucked. <laughs> oh. No, the whole the whole thing was brilliant. I had a great time. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get into our therapies, boys. Let's see what we can cool. rack up. Ash hasn't been on the show in a little while. So let's chuck him in first. Chuck him in the deep end. Uh, Ash, I go was first. Actually, going to request that I go last. Oh, oh, was that? He's mm. stealing our furfies. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do the Drew and just ad lib mine at the end. Uh, um, um, there was a dog and uh, oh fuck. <laughs> so I'm happy to go for jump in. No, what, what's going on, Ash? Do you have stuff to write them? Are you just not oh, feeling confident? See. What's you'll, going on? Uh, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. There okay. is a reason, Ooh, and you very will suspicious. see. All right. Well, Dan, do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? I'm happy to go first. All right. Go for it, my friend. Story number one. U.S. Army replaces cake it stole from Italian girl in 1945. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Story number two. Honest people. Tropicana creates cereal to be mixed specifically with orange juice. Ew. No. And nope. story number three. Polish restaurant offers free dessert with proof of COVID vaccination, refuses entrees for those without. Right. All right. I can I can believe uh, the last one. Uh I don't know what their don't know what the case is over in Poland if they're like like the rules are very uh, very strict. But I I can see I can say that. Tropicana, I hope that, like, <laughs> cereal with orange juice. I guess, like, if you want, like, a lot of people have their orange juice with their cereal. You could just, you could, it's not idea to mix something with it, I guess. Yes, they, if if this is a real product, we'll find out later. I hope they're using Peter Coombe as their ambassador. Mm. But <laughs> I, 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 face I, with orange juice. I absolutely love the first story. The US Army replaces cake it stole from an Italian girl in 1945. That's a, 
That's a long time ago. And someone must have just been really guilt-ridden and just put it onto <laughs> onto their kids and like, but please, please replace this uh, this cake. But uh, let's get- tell you what. Let's mm-hmm. hear some more about it. Yeah. The US Army has given a birthday cake to an Italian woman to replace one that American soldiers stole from her as it cooled by a window 77 years ago. Mary Mayon, who turned 90 on Friday, was 13 when her village of San Pietro, near Vincenza, saw fighting between US troops and German soldiers. Her mother made a birthday cake, but it was taken by the opportunistic and presumably hungry Americans. Miss Mayon said she would share the replacement cake with her relatives. We will eat that dessert with all of my family, remembering this wonderful day that I will never forget, she said. Sergeant Peter Wallace, who handed over the dessert, said it was a little awkward to replace the stolen goods, but it makes me feel great. At the ceremony, Colonel Matthew Gomlack, commander of the U.S. Army Garrison in Italy, spoke of the fighting in 1945 between U.S. and German forces at Corso San Felice e Fortunato in Vincenza. At least 19 U.S. soldiers were killed or wounded and several U.S. tanks destroyed. Local Italians offered bread and wine to the Italian troops, to the American troops. That warm welcome by the people of Vincenza continues to this day, Colonel Gomlack said. The night before her birthday all those years ago, Miss Myon hid with her mother in the attic as in, at their farm as the fighting raged nearby. The next morning, her mother made the cake. But her happiness turned into disappointment later when the resourceful American soldiers made off with it, Colonel Gomlack said. Video on the U.S. Army website shows Miss Mayan waving away tears as the cake was handing over, <laughs> while "Happy Birthday" was sung in Italian and English. That's a very nice story. I like that one. I hope, uh, I hope that's the true one. Because yeah, the next one, a little bit scared of the it. Next one, don't know what to think of it. <laughs> the next one terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> this story will shock you. <laughs> find out, find out what they will do more by clicking this link. Um, Tropicana will release a cereal specifically intended to mix with orange juice instead of milk in honor of National Orange Juice Day on May 4. Dubbed the Tropicana Crunch, it is touted as the first ever breakfast cereal created to pair with Tropicana Pure Premium. TropicanaCrunch.com will be the only place to get the odd cereal. Starting on May 4, the juice company will give away boxes for free while supplies last. Tropicana Crunch is described in the box as a honey almond cereal, and the website claims that it has honey almond clusters. After experimenting with various flavors and textures, Tropicana decided on a granola-based cereal because it can resist the acidity in OJ better than flakes, which would become soggy more rapidly. The honey almond flavor was chosen to counteract the tartness of the orange juice. Tropicana has taken a bold attempt to address some of orange juice's perceived faults for the second time in the last year with the orange juice matching cereal. Tropicana toothpaste was produced last year as a limited edition giveaway of a toothpaste that was specifically designed to keep your orange juice tasting good after brushing your teeth. All right. Don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah, what can I say? That sounds... Awful. I love orange juice though, so maybe I'm just being closed minded. Maybe I'd actually really appreciate just some chunky crap in my orange it, juice. What, it was mixed with granola, did it say? 
Yep. That, Honey almond clusters of granola. Yeah, no, that sounds awful. With orange juice, that sounds heinous. I they chosen to counteract the tartness of the orange juice. Hmm. Okay. All right, Dan. And story number three. Poland has opened back up from the pandemic recently, and with that comes a revitalization of the hospitality industry. One restaurant, Dobre Yedzeni, Dobre Yedzeni in Krakow, is riding that wave and has offered incentives to prospective patrons to visit their eatery. Dobre Yedzeni, located at 38 Smolensk near the Old Town, has offered customers who can show proof of vaccination a free dessert to encourage their patrons to take up the jab. Here's the kicker, though. For patrons who cannot or will not provide proof of vaccination, they will not be allowed to order an entree or an appetizer course. Owner of Dobre Yedzeni, Karcher Wozniak, wants to encourage people to do right by their community. We just want our customers in our city to return to normal, and to do that, we need to protect ourselves against this horrible virus, said Wozniak. Dobre Yedzeni is proud to do our part to encourage people to get the vaccine and help crack out return to its vibrant self. Dobre Yadzeni specializes in European cuisine and is open from 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Tuesdays through to Sundays. All right. So, Ash, I just got to ask, is there one of these stories that you know off the bat? No, no, there's actually not. <laughs> All right. Oh, I've yes, been, finally. <laughs> I've been too busy drinking alcoholic ginger beer at music festivals. Oh, gin- Oh, that sounds awesome. That was great. Yeah. And having orange <laughs> juice breakfast. Ooh. Breakfast cereal. <laughs> no, McDonald's it was. <laughs> <laughs> the breakfast of kings. Um, all right. So I think story number one, I would love to believe that one just because it, it's, it's a nice wholehearted story. That's uh, you know based over a long time. Um, story number story number two for me. Look, it's it's, it's dreadfully offensive to me. Like it really is <laughs> <laughs> the idea of using orange juice, but it could be true. I know a lot of food companies are trying to push some some new things. I just I just look at story number three. I'm just trying to just when I'm trying to get into Dan's Dan's head, you know. I believe he's been to that part of the world. He thinks he has COVID. There's <laughs> <laughs> a few things lining up there. I don't know if that's his, that's his mindset. Like, oh, what's my fair fee look? Oh. Have you have you been to Poland? Was it Poland? I have not been to Poland. You have not. You went to, um, you went to Denmark. Scandinavia. In the Scandinavia. Uh, maybe not then. don't know. Mm. I can hear the gears grinding and grooves. Yeah. Well, now. what's what's your mindset here, Ash? What are you thinking as far as these stories go? I, as much would, as I would love it to be true, I think I'm going to go with number one as the furphy. Yep. No, fair enough. I'm going to go. Story- my, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say my reasoning behind that simply being that there doesn't seem to be any form of like, um fact checking in the story if the cake even existed at all <laughs> seems like such an odd thing mm. to be said without any form of like somebody could just say oh i baked a cake and the u.s army stole it <laughs> yeah no it's it's definitely like a 
Because Dan loves his just writing exercises with these, and that seems like a perfect one for that. But <laughs> but also, like, you know, the last story, it's a bit more bland, a bit more sort of believable, but that might have been his intention as well. And then with the Tropicana, just like something like really kind of gross sounding, but could have very well um, happened as well. Like, you Can know, I just say, I yes. hope that the Tropicana one is the Furfy, but I don't think it's going to be. Yeah. So I don't know. I've picked one. You mm. wouldn't try a Tropicana toothpaste? <laughs> you wouldn't try a Tropicana toothpaste. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't steal a handbag. I, I, would, I would steal the wallet in a handbag. You wouldn't steal a policeman's helmet. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't then uh, give it to the policeman's grieving widow. IT crowd reference, I love yep. it. And then steal it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna lock in number three, just, just, uh, just kind of because. But I think story number one could be a great contender as well. Story number two also is. So I don't know, but I'm just going with the bland one. That. Could be believable. That's that's all. I, that's all I'm going with this week is just an obvious one, which isn't that obvious. But who knows? What's, what do you reckon, Ash? Are you going to lock in? I've locked it. I'm going number one. Okay. So Dan, reveal the furphy. So you both you both think that the Tropicana one is real? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, it is. Good. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> oh. Hey. Hey. Cracked it. Well, well, fake, fake you out there before revealing the first. Uh, number three is the Furfy. Okay, awesome. Dobrik Gedzeni well, is Polish for good food. There Thanks, you go. Google Translate. Well done. I don't know Polish, so I wouldn't have picked that up. Yeah, I, I need to brush up on my Polish. Now, Dan, really? the question is, do you, you know Polish? 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 Do you know Polish? Yet. <laughs> does, does that mean no? You've got to give us something here. <laughs> It. I'm pretty sure it means no, but you could literally just say polish up our polish. any gobbledygook. I'm like, oh, he does. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. So, um, yeah, the uh, U.S. Army story is real. They actually did replace. Uh, came from cake. the BBC as well. So I'll pass cool. on your comments about their fact checking to the BBC <laughs> journalism department, Ash. I'm not saying that they didn't fact check it. There was just no reference to any fact checking in the story. Like, mm. it just sounds like some woman was like, oh, yeah, when they were here, they, they stole my cake. <laughs> when the US Army were here in Adelaide, they stole my cake. Can I have a free cake? <laughs> yeah, the US yeah, Army, they have to, like, the government has to spend another billion dollars in their funding just because replacing cakes... All across the world, <laughs> everywhere they went, just there. The US are just cake yeah, fiends. Military warfare. US <laughs> Army should be just opening up bakeries across the world. <laughs> Maybe that's why they had such a beef with Russia. Just like Russia was like, we're sick of you taking our bloody cakes. <laughs> <laughs> the Cold War has started. The Cake War. That's what it was actually called. <laughs> the Frosting War. <laughs> the Frosting War. Uh, I don't know. I don't need frosting on my cakes. I like... I like the actual cake itself. Like, I don't want too much frosting on there. If it's too thick, got to got to scrape a little bit off. I don't know about you boys, but I'm actually not just. I'm just not a fan of cake. I don't really like cake. Okay. Uh, the U.S. Army has just declared war on you. Yeah. Well, I don't have any cakes for them to steal, so they may as well leave me alone. <laughs> All right, Drew. All right, I'm up. I'm since... gonna step up to the plate. Yes. All right. So, story number one. Feral horse numbers 
uh, across the Australian Alps discovered to have more environmental benefits than the original studies show. Story number two. Mars helicopter beams back pictures of pre-surveillance landing gear en route to Jezero Crater. Story number three. Tiny snail thought to be extinct found accidentally in Tasmania's Great Lake. So, man, there's some there's some random stories for you. I just uh, pulled them out my my bottom. What do you reckon, guys? Just before I give you some more information, now I do only have dot points on all three stories. Um, I, think I, I think I may have heard one of these stories. Oh, you're pulling an ash. Has is Ash going to pull an <laughs> ash here? <laughs> I haven't heard any of them. No. All right. So, is there any story in particular where you're like? Mm. You, you know, you're a bit, you're a bit, sort of dodgy on the headline. Something that gives it away. No, not not in particular. No, none of them stood out to me as potential phonies, really. Well, that's good. Um, one of them does strike a very familiar chord to me, so I will let Ash guess first before putting in my guess. All right. So, but. I have. I'm leaning towards one story more than the other. All right. So story number one: feral horses uh, uh, across the Australian Alps discovered to have more environmental benefits than original studies show. So feral horse numbers across the Australian Alps uh, go far over the estimated 400,000, causing the hard-hoofed animal to cause uh, intense ecological damage to the ground's topsoil and vegetation. Recently, the discovery was made that this damage to the topsoil made it easier for the native broad-toed, broad-toothed mouse to dig their burrows underground and hide from prey. The numbers of the broad-toothed uh, numbers of broad-toothed mice have doubled since their last land survey in 2019. Story number 2, Mars helicopter beams back pictures of pre-surveillance gear uh, gear en route to Jezero crater. The drones entered Mars's atmosphere more than 200,000 kilometers per hour. A parachute acted as a brake, and the sh- uh, back shell protect- protected the drones on impact with the surface. surface. Uh, the helicopter and rover are a duo team seeking to return with signs of life on Mars. And uh, basically, what it captured was like a picture of just like all of the all of the drones just shattered across the the land on Mars which is really amazing little photo actually it's pretty cool and story number 3 tiny snail thought to be extinct found accidentally in Tasmania's great lake the tiny freshwater snail has not been seen for more than 120 years researchers thought that it had become extinct uh, the snail was found by chance when researchers were searching for an endangered lampent so, you know, a little bit a uh, little bit broad there, guys, but... Just... Why are they searching for a lampant? Do they need to fill up their Pokedex? Yeah. They don't have enough <laughs> chandeliers in the house. I just love, love to have you sighed before it. he said that, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> well, I think I actually wasn't meant to say lampant. <laughs> um, it's limpet. <laughs> limpet? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, just the way it looks, I was just like, yeah, thinking about because Lampant's one of my favorite Pokemon. So, (laughs) 
Dan knows one of them and is leaning towards one of the other ones. If I were Dan, which story would I know? All of them. Oh. Well, why don't you then, Dan? Well, unfortunately, I'm not, I wasn't in the newsroom this week. I wasn't tapped into my network. I only just skimmed it for that one story. I'm just going to stab with story number three because 120 years is a long time to have not seen a snail and it suddenly reappear. Mm. A snail of all things. Maybe but, it was that snail that's chasing the, the dude with $10 million. They are they are small though. So, you know, it is easy to not see a snail. It's not like a, a I don't know, a bull. Oh, he's, he's getting defensive. I'm sticking with three. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. hmm. So I'm. So you said the Mars helicopter rather than the Mars rover or whatever. I feel like a helicopter is not the best form of interstellar transport. I did notice that as well when you said that, but I figured it was just an. Also. That is strange. Thing. Yes. But it, it is what it is. <laughs> the broad-footed broad mouse is hiding from its prey. Broad mouse, struck me as a little bit odd. And I would have thought it would have been hiding more from its predators, but... Mm. Hmm. Oh, I didn't pick up on that one. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with... I'm going to follow my guy. I'm going to go story number two. Number two. All right. So, are you doing the snail one as well? Was that, that was number two? Uh, no, I'm doing the Mars helicopter. Oh, Mars helicopter. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can confirm. Uh, it was story number number three, the feral horses. Well, that the was story horses. number one, wasn't it? <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, story number three was the snail, which I heard on the radio. <laughs> Yeah, so story... Fuck, I've mixed them up now. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm confused. What do we choose? You chose the helicopter story and Ash uh, uh, chose Ash the snail. snail. Okay, we so... we were both wrong because it was the horses. Which so was the so I, 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 I read them out in a different order to what I've got them listed here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. So, yes. Um, what I did is I basically just... Um, did a bit of research on the feral horse situation in the Australian Alps and in um, Queensland and the Northern Territory in Western Australia, uh, just like what the situation is there. And I just um, made up some bullshit that it's actually, they do some good for the environment when they certainly do not. Um, the broad-toothed mouse um, is actually in deep trouble because of these fucking horses. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't even know there was a feral horse issue in Australia. So yeah, I've learned something today. Oh, yeah, it's massive, man. It's just like they're just Probably ruining. All over the place. Yeah, just ruining the environment. It's, like if you see pictures of just like what they do to the uh, to the topsoil, it's just like unreal. Hmm, there yeah. you go. So yeah, do you want any more information on the other ones? Since I just read the dot points, I um I believe I believe the snail was the size of a grain of rice. Yeah, no, it's absolutely tiny because I couldn't. So it explains why that no one's seen it for 120 years. Yeah, <laughs> and like I told Ash the truth. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's really small. <laughs> You fucking dumb idiot. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm giving you a hint. Uh, nah. 
that's funny. So yeah, no, sorry if I was a bit vague on those guys, but uh, Lucas was um was crying a bit, so I had a little bit of time to come up with the stuff. <laughs> that's so good. So Ash, now that we know <laughs> that you wanted to go last, and here we are. What is right, the reason I'm you want to go last, my friend? Story about a snail in a Polish restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll level with you guys. I don't have any furfies. You got none. No, no that's that's a lie. Um, so I've had a, I've had some time off, and I've had some time off to think. Oh. And while I was coming up with a way to better my craft, because you guys always guess my furfies. Okay. I had a while I was meditating in the himalayas last week which mm. is why i wasn't on the show yes i had a, a revelation an epiphany if you will furfies don't have to be news articles <laughs> no so i've come up with a way to mix it up something a little different this week okay what i have gone with is i have three films that are Bollywood ripoffs of Hollywood films. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and you just like have to it. tell yeah. me which one is the fake one. Oh, I like this I've made one of these ripoffs up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so bad at this. <laughs> it's probably not going to be as hard as you think it is. All right. <laughs> we lost his audio. <laughs> it's all right, mate. We'll uh, bring it back. We'll be all right. So, Dan, let's vent a bit. What do you reckon of this uh, idea? I reckon it's actually a great idea. That, uh, I, I like come this up with. idea a yeah. lot. I, I just, the execution of Ash just killing his audio <laughs> right when he gets to telling, telling the story so he doesn't have to make up the movie titles on the spot. He's getting the anticipation right up there. He really is. I'm, like, I'm about to hear the... The, the, like the furfies he's come up with as far as the movie titles, but he's just uh, he's just knocked his microphone just being that excited. He'll get there, though. Be all right. The tension, the anticipation. Mm. Yeah, because I'll be honest, Dan, I don't, I don't know my, like, movie titles all that well, so I don't know how well I'll go here. I know Ash uh, um, said, like, hello. Not... oh. Hello there. Oh, my God. He's back. He's back. <laughs> even touch the mic that time like oh yes that's how bad it is so, okay so what what type of cable do you need ash is it one uh, you can buy easy uh, or yeah it is one you can buy easy i just keep forgetting to do it <laughs> um in fact i remember seeing one when i was in perth last the break that just ended at my sister's place and going she probably doesn't need that i should take that with me and i forgot to even do that <laughs> um, but I, again, I don't actually know if it's the cable. It could be the microphone itself. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Here we are. We're Apologies back. For the technical difficulties. Um, right. So, Bollywood ripoffs of Hollywood movies. The first is from the movie Hitch that stars Will Smith, that I'm sure we all know. He yeah, doesn't slap sure. anyone in it that I'm aware Get of. Get my wife's name out of your. <laughs> <laughs> and. The Bollywood version is called Partner. Yep. So, <laughs> okay. Hitch, um, Alex is a professional date doctor who match makes people into good relationships. This all changes when he meets the one girl he can't get, a pretty gossip columnist. After trying to woo her with every trick in his book, he eventually just acts like himself and wins her over. And the Bollywood version, Prem is a love guru 
who helps people out by matchmaking them with seemingly the perfect person. This all changes when he meets the one woman he can't get. A single widowed mother. After some hilarious misunderstandings involving one night stands, Prem gets the girl. And Bollywood ripoff movie number two is When Harry Met Sally. And the Bollywood version is called Hum Tum. (laughs) 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 Harry gives Sally a ride one day and they discuss whether a man and woman can be friends without having sex. They split and bump into each other a few years later when they try to set up each other with their best friends. The plan backfires and the best friends get together. Finally, Harry and Sally decide to try a relationship and sleep together. After some strong guilt and awkward pauses, they fall in love. And the Bollywood version. Karan and Raya meet up one day and have a conversation about whether a man and a woman can be friends without falling in love. A few years later, they bump into each other and decide to set each other up with their best friends. Except then their best friends marry each other. Finally, they decide to get to give their relationship a shot and sleep together. After some strong guilt and awkward pauses, they fall in love. And movie number three is Love Actually. And the uh, Bollywood ripoff version is Unkla Kalyan. And Love Actually, eight London couples try to deal with their relationships in different ways. Their trist with love makes them discover how complicated relationships can be. And the Bollywood version, six Mumbai newlyweds try to deal with their relationships in different ways. Their trust with love makes them discover how complicated relationships can be. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't know my Bolly Bollywood movie uh, itinerary that well. <laughs> so this is definitely a shot in the dark. I love this idea, Ash. This is fantastic. <laughs> I reckon that this, this might change the direct uh, trajectory of the podcast. You know, we might be all... Um, Coming up with bullshit versions of books and movies and whatever have you. I like it. I don't ask me why I came up with this out of all of the things I could have chosen. I don't even know where I got this idea. That's great. Can um, I just point out that Love actually has some really weird relationships in it. Like the one with the dude from The Walking Dead where he's outside the the the, the lady's house with her husband her newlywed husband inside and he's professing his undying love that's just kind of not not ideal is it i'll level with you i've never seen love actually <laughs> does have a good bit with bill nice trying to sing a christmas carol and just descending into strings of swearing though <laughs> i do really like bill nye um just like when when harry met sally just having its other version being hum tum. <laughs> that is so. It makes me uncomfortable. Just thinking of like a r- relationship, like a relationship movie about like just called hum tum. It makes me think of, um. I think I've never seen this either, but I'm pretty sure one of the cats in Cats is called Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> I think hum tum tugger um yeah um, I don't know I'm, I, I'm I'm going towards film number one because <laughs> it's the only one with a title in English and not Hindi true true and uh I, I just love how it's like hitch <laughs> it's just, the Bollywood version partner. <laughs> okay, I didn't name the film, okay? <laughs> what oh, did you? Have you seen partner? Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, I think that's actually a great reason to go number one, but 
humtum. I don't know what humtum means. <laughs> like, I, do, I, don't, like, I, would, I would love just to Google it. Like, hey, figure it out. But then obviously that's a, that's a giveaway. So that's um, not, not going to happen. But look, I'll, I'll, I'll be a sheep. I'll follow Dan. I'll go partner. Ooh, we've got two for partner. So you both lock that in? Yeah, I think so. Lock it in, Eddie. Yeah. I can confirm that the falsified Bollywood ripoff film was of Love Actually. Oh, oh, got got us good. Yep, no. And I didn't go as far as Dan and actually translate anything to and from Hindi. I just made that up. That I don't even know if those are words. <laughs> <laughs> humtum is definitely my personal favorite. Yeah. So humtum. All right. So now <laughs> now I can Google if I just tr- type in humtum. Yeah. Kalyan is a word. Is it? It's a YouTube channel. <laughs> what? It's a Hindi YouTube channel. <laughs> In, well, incoming um, P- copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> the PSL will come after us again. <laughs> yeah, there are a few videos. Looks like it's a Kalyan. TV series. Hum Tum's a TV There's series, but looks a... of it. The oh, Kali Yuga in Hinduism is the fourth and the worst of the four Yuga world ages. But otherwise, it's just gibberish that we thought was actual language. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. We learned something new and we got a sort of a new concept on the show. That was a lot of fun, Ash. Well done. And you got us. <laughs> yes. It's been so long. Well done. So Ash and I had a draw this week. Oh, I think yeah, Ash, I Ash is the winner. Because he got both of us. Yeah, I got both of you guys too, didn't I? Yeah, Drew got both of us. Yeah, he did. We we just picked the same one, whereas in yours, Ash and I picked different ones. Yeah. I think to, if we're going on overall score, I think Drew actually wins because he picked your Furphy and I didn't. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess Drew, that could Drew, be the tiebreaker. All right. Yeah, I'm the champion of this episode, Craig Furphy. Good for me. Plus, I <laughs> surely I surely lose a point for um having mid mid podcast technical difficulties. <laughs> No, you gain a point for it that. It was like Ash. just at the point when I'd like introduced this new concept and you were both kind of excited for it, Mike cuts out. <laughs> it's funny because you're like, all right, here they are. Then just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> waiting for it. Uh, so that brings us uh, towards the end of the show, guys. But before we go, what did we learn f- from our stories and our films this week? Personally, <laughs> f- f- for me, I, I learned that um, Mars... It's a bloody dusty place. I already knew that. But I think more, more or less on the snails, they're small and they can go unnoticed for a long time. I think we need to pay more attention to our local snails, make sure they're cared for, they're looked after, especially if they're endangered. Just make sure they're okay. Um, I learnt that I really want to try this cereal that mixes with orange juice apparently and that they've also made a toothpaste that I also kind of want to try. All right, so we're recording an episode at breakfast time and that's what you're drinking <laughs> <laughs> next time. I'll, I'll, I'll order it in special from the US. And I have learned that I really don't want to try that cereal that they've made <laughs> 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 and that they've also made a toothpaste that I never want to try. Yeah, the toothpaste is the one that gets me. Just imagine like <laughs> the aftertaste, like you've just had, like you've just had orange juice, whatever it was. Was it orange juice flavored or...? Um, it was designed so that orange juice after washing your teeth wouldn't taste awful. Oh, okay. That actually it, doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, that's pretty smart. But what's the point of drinking orange juice after you brush your teeth? That's the next question. 
got to wash away all that fluoride with some more sugar to ruin your teeth again. Yeah, exactly. Like if you go in the bed, you have an orange juice. That's kind of that's a moot point. And in, yeah, in the morning maybe, like oh look, you're on the way to work, you're an orange juice. You're smashing that down in in the taxi on the way to work or whatever you're doing. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> interesting concept for another day. <laughs> I, I did also learn that oddly euphemistic sounding rhyming Hindi movie names make me laugh. Mm. Yeah, they definitely make me laugh too. Just hum tum. That rhymes with something that I can't say on the show. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining me today at the bar. It was a lot of fun and I'll catch you both next week. Catch you. Thank you, Drew. Adios. Adios, muchachos. Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.